What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode two of Dharma Daddies. I am your host, Wyatt. I got Danny and Skip with me. Before we get started, I would like to say thank you so much to everybody who subscribed, liked the video, all that good stuff. I got tons of great feedback for people calling me, texting me, messaging me. Y'all enjoyed the podcast. Y'all loved everything about it. It means the world to me. I know it means the world to those two guys. I know I didn't really tell them much about who DM'd me and who called me on the phone. I had my brother. I have people who live out in North Carolina giving me a call and stuff like that. It was That's insane. Sick. So, Yeah, yeah how- shout out to uh, the German dinosaur on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you say? He said, skip his daddy. I appreciate wow. that. <laughs> no, it's awesome. So how was y'all's week? We... We had the first podcast. After that, how's your week? What y'all been doing? So the podcast, I thought, was a brilliant start to the week. And my week was absolutely on fire, dude. So I, outside of my relationship with God and prayer, constantly affirm what I want to happen for the day, for the week, for the year. Um, and I affirmed that I wanted my week to be super productive. And I was slapped by how productive it really was. I mean, up early, going to bed late, helping people out meeting and networking people, which we'll talk about later in the episode. Um, it was awesome. We did a lot for Dharma. I did a lot for... Uh, busy week for Dharma. Yeah, busy. Very, very good week. <laughs> very good oh, week. Yeah. We're going to talk about that soon. And um, getting time, good time with the family. Um, my personal life's great. Getting business going. It's uh, It's been absolutely insane, and I can't wait to share how I did it, what we learned with uh, with you guys and get you fired up as well. Yeah, a lot, lot of stuff to learn today. I mean, like, I'm, I'm excited to learn from you guys as well. It's, um, I definitely see a lot of some fun stuff happening. It's, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Absolutely. So, Danny, what you been up to? You went out of town? Yeah, yeah, I went to Houston real quick. Uh, quick little business move. It was fun. Uh, but I'm excited to be back, excited to be uh, – I'll be here, really, just for, <laughs> believe it or not, 36 more hours. And then I'm back off to Houston, there for a couple of days, then going to Dallas, and then from Dallas to Oregon, from Oregon to Sacramento. You sound Sacramento like an entrepreneur. <laughs> but it's fun, though, because it, and it's, it's work allows it. I but love it. It's, uh, it's fun. So, yeah, it's uh, a yeah. lot coming up, but actually, so that's kind of life. Actually, tomorrow we're filming another podcast just because he's leaving us so soon. His girlfriend's going to be on tomorrow. She is a, a, bread, a breadwinner, a boss, a female. No, she's literally the breadwinner. She yeah. is the breadwinner. Of yeah. the, she is the <laughs> goat no of sales. She comes from a bloodline of salesmen. A savage, like an absolute s- legend who I swear there's going to be books written If Grant Cardone her. was 22 years old and a chick, it's going to be autumn. <laughs> yeah, so tomorrow tomorrow we're filming. Don't know when I'm going to drop that video, but it's probably titled like women in business or something like that just to to empower more women to just like take that leap of faith absolutely so it's uh yeah there's a lot happening and it's kind of crazy i mean if you think about it because when you really think like entrepreneurship like obviously it's been around for ages right yeah but covid when covid came around i'll be honest with y'all it literally it exposed people it like, was a make or break for people. Yeah, man. For, and, and like and, and everybody got exposed. I mean, like who could have predicted that? I understand. However, but like it really like it pushed a lot. Like, like some people made it through, and like, but like there were some people that like world the world economy when it started closing. Mm. I'd heard a lot of people, <laughs> yeah. and so it exposed a lot uh, of people. Oh yeah, I yeah. mean it's crazy. 
And so it's like entrepreneurship, obviously, like I said, has been around. But it's uh, well, I think it's a it's, really good reason to, if you're not currently, the best time to do it was yesterday. Get invested <laughs> right. and get prepared because you don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of people are one paycheck away from poverty. That's and no, that, hey, that's what COVID unfortunately exposed, true. Yeah, for sure. But so fun, wait, really quick. Fun fact is that seventy three percent of Americans don't have more than five hundred dollars set aside in a savings account, and it's just uh, there's there's a real shift in the economy now. So entrepreneurship seems to be like a trending thing, but I think there's a lot more to it than people. Expect right off the and we're not we're not telling you to dump all your money in a savings account because that's <laughs> no. what yeah. your it's grandpa did movie. in the forties no. or some shit. No. Let, it grow. Let it grow. Let it grow. Make it grow. Keep a reserve in your savings, you know, for emergency expenses and stuff like that. But make your money work for you. Don't let it just sit okay. there. I gotta I gotta be honest about something real quick. Sure. So last podcast we said, oh, none of us are wearing Dharma. <laughs> so I went out of my way. I washed clothes today, so I had a fresh white nice little little logo performance tee cut super nicely it to wear really for, well. the, for the podcast and it's clean bro you look yeah. like a snack <laughs> are you related to the goldfish family no i'm not why because you're the snack that smiles, smiles back, back buddy yeah i appreciate right that. that i appreciate <laughs> so <laughs> shout, so <laughs> y'all are, so y'all are both looking very sharp so thanks for that Thank but i think um i'd like to update the audience about what's going on with dharma this week um yeah so let them have it let them have it so what's new so with the first thing we're dropping for like a unisex is gonna be the oversized tees, and so got the sample in. Sample was perfect. Went ahead and bulk ordered for the website that we just launched this week. It's not on any social platforms yet because we want to perfect it. People are but, buying stuff but on wait, it right now. But wait, so just to put a little background on it, it said so. I introduced them to my friend that does websites, uh, a, a family member, matter of fact, but immediately they decided they were going to march forward right away but not only did they do that they just went ahead and both of y'all without like just like just winging it can we can we talk about that right now please let's so why wait wait, 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 real quick (laughs) so the other website that we have built for us was six to eight weeks we said no we don't have six to eight weeks we got product we want to sell right now well we're still going to do that but so why it was like okay 90 days we'll have a website up and running i'm like great we didn't let that go, but we said, ah, we can, we, can get a, we can get a site and sell things in two days. So last year, and quick tip to anybody watching, anybody local, Southeastern's uh, SLU. Southeastern Louisiana University over here in Hammond, Louisiana. So our local university, and then your local university as well, the business um, department, division, whatever you would call it. I didn't go to like regular school, so I don't know how that works. But a mentor of mine signed me up for emails about free seminars via Zoom. And so last July or August, I went through a seminar and had to set up a Shopify website. Now we're not, this isn't a plug for Shopify or anything. We just happen to be using that right now. We just have to be sponsored by them right now. It's no big deal. <laughs> no, no big deal. We are sponsored by makers. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I wish. We are. We are. Um, sponsored by Dharma. And um, and I I didn't have anything. I was going to do online courses for boating at the time. So I was like, okay, let me keep this in my pocket. Wyatt was like, man, well, we need a website. I was like, dude, I have a whole lecture of notes on how to do Shopify. So in about three hours, we started at like 1130 at night. Went through to damn near three, three in the morning. Wait, three hours? 
about three three to four hours. Like three to four hours. Yeah, so I had the notes. I went to Shopify. We got an account. We already had the LSE established and all that good stuff. Yep. So get your pictures. Get your LSE started. Get, get your business account and everything so people can pay you. Get it all done beforehand. Then go to Shopify, log in. And then uh, I can share in the description or somehow if you reach out to me, I can give you my notes. And there's a couple things to do. First thing is get your payment set up. Second, go right to the online store and customize it. Don't worry about the themes. Don't worry about all the different backgrounds you can do. You'll spend hours doing that alone. Don't do that. Get your pictures ready of your products, whatever you're selling. Upload pictures onto the, the home page. Then go into the product section on the left-hand side of your screen. Enter all your products. Put the inventory in. And make sure you hit don't sell if you're out of stock, okay? We don't want to take people's money and not have things in stock. So make sure you don't hit that. Then it automatically, in the catalog section of your page, when you click on that, it gives you all your products, the prices, the sizes, options, pictures, descriptions, everything. You can get it done in like three to four hours. <laughs> I was just, I started giggling the product descriptions that we have oh, on our website right now. Go to, go to our <laughs> Shopify and... Not yet, but whenever, whenever you see the product stuff on the page, it's hilarious. So we're, we're here to provide you as much value as possible. Enough about this little stupid stuff. We updated you on Dharma. We got the website going right now. You can now buy product. We got product on the way right Very now. Very fast. So yeah, I just want to provide them as much value as possible. They, they don't. They don't. They, want to but eat. like the the highlight of the story is like these guys got after it really fast. They had no excuse policy, and they literally just went and made a website. If you learn anything from last podcast, it's we're doers. We say we're gonna do something. We're gonna do it. I last podcast I said doers ninety days on one a website. I'm gonna quote no. my friend Two Wyatt days. Evans. Ooh, we are dangerously good at doing what we say we're gonna do. That's that's like one thing I live by is. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to... Are you a thinker or are you a doer? I'm a doer! <laughs> wait, wait, doer. Wait, what movie is that from? I don't know. You beats mm. me. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a, Big yeah. Hey, Mark, Mark Wahlberg said it in a movie. I'm a doer! That's like hey. all of his movies. Okay. Yeah, probably. He always pain, sounds pain, a little... Pain and gain self sem- of a seminar. I'm a doer. Okay, I'm... regardless. So we got the... <laughs> the do- Fair enough. So, so we have the question of the day from social media put a post up and stuff like that and what really stuck out to me was the question of the day was describe dharma in one word that's that's although we know one word it's i mean like one word it was powerful and so Mm why has been thinking about it he knows the answer to it yeah so danny was like you can't say purpose and i'm like yeah i couldn't that's the first thing that comes to mind is purpose it has to be yeah throw the mics in the water right now like what's your purpose find your it's not purpose i'm about to hit skip with this one slap me Discovery. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Discover your purpose. Discover yourself. Yeah. Figure out who you are as a I like person. That. Figure out who you are as a person. Discover where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Discover who you want to be and who you want to be around. So Dharma is all about discovery. Trying to figure out who you I are mean, as a person. Can I give one off the cuff? Because I wasn't prepared yeah, for this ahead. question, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I would say fulfill. Because... If you want to succeed, you got to promise yourself something. You got to affirm it, right? True. Matthew McConaughey, if you haven't right, watched right, it, all right, all right. Now, if you haven't listened to any of his podcasts or his YouTube channel or anything like that, mm. all right. Um, <laughs> you need to um, look him up and, and listen to what he's saying because he was asked who his hero was. He said, Oh, it's 
No. Oh, even better. <clears throat> okay. I mean, like, shout well, out to yeah, all that, the dads. Yeah, but. shout out to a good. If you have a good dad, that's great. Amen. Dumb but man. his answer was, "My hero is me in five years." Okay, I remember that. Yeah. Oh yeah, some fire. He yeah. That. And okay, then. in the next five years, it's me in ten years. Yeah. And, but what happens when you wow. make promises to Bro. yourself and make promises in general? You have to fulfill that, right? So, you discover the law of dharma, right? Yeah. You found your purpose, but you got to fulfill it. True. You can you can you can write it on the wall. My office, right above this camera here, I've got uh, Wyatt seen it. I've got everything posted, and taped on my wall. The yeah. most beautiful thing I've ever read. That's but fire. it's a big promise to myself. But you gotta fulfill it. Wow. So you got discovery. Discovery. And just... then you got fulfill. Ooh. Right. So y'all leave in the comments what would you like better, fulfill Dis- or discovery, discovery, fulfill, or to what me, got? what you got? What I find like just a one word to to actually piggyback on both because I, I I don't think you can limit something so powerful yeah to one word, but what is it to you? I would say look so discovery which is finding something new like a passion a burning something fire and then to fulfill it with what Skip is really good at is deciding that he's going to put his mind to something and then just go and like and be so clear path so clear thinker. I mean, that's how you ended up. Uh, my, mother, my mother says it's because I'm stubborn. But. Right. That's a good way to be. <laughs> but it's, so my word would be, so you discover, then you fulfill. And then let's say once you've done that to your satisfaction, obviously you keep going. That's what entrepreneurs do. But to me, my, what my word goes to is reflect. Okay. And so because imagine – Let's say you discover your passion, and it's I, it, it, I see it sequential. You discover it, yeah. you fulfill it, and then like, what does that mean when you fulfill it? What you have a good life and you're happy, and and then you float off into the no, you, to, you did to what the you distance. Said you were gonna do. It's, I, I think there's a lot of like, because remember, every Albert Einstein said the heaviest thing in the universe is not made of matter, but is made of regret. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a nugget. Ooh. Think about that because it's like, like, think about like you, if your if your perception, if your Dharma was to make 10 billion and you only made 800 million, of course, the average mind would be like, damn, that's still a lot of money though. But the reality is like, if that was his vision and he didn't fulfill it, you got to stay hungry. Exactly. A lot of people might hit a goal, but like in atomic habits, James Cleary teaches us. He does. um, That if you have a goal mindset, solely a goal mindset. When you reach that goal, what happens? You know, did you embody? Like, Wait, you want to be a millionaire? What, you, what exactly to what you were saying is there's there's like a real thing in sports. Yeah. Where to you want to like, be a champion? You got to be a champion. You, you got to change your system. You got to become it. You can't yeah, just win a race. Some of the most or a game, and then okay, I did it. Now right. I'm gonna go eat. And some Cheetos of the most crazy and, depression comes from athletes that win the championship because that was their lifelong goal. So they chase something, and then what they reach the yeah. peak, it's like I mean, like it's how a lot. I'm coming off of my lifelong plan of doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Correct. I came off of that, and then for a while I was like, dude, what the hell am I gonna do now? I'm doing like I'm on the path to sales a cap one day to do everything I said I was gonna do. <laughs> that was nice. And Danny just you know, drank the wrong drink. But I was, was goal nice. oriented. I didn't become. 
who I really wanted to be at. So, discover, fulfill, fulfill, and reflect. I just look at it like, what does it all mean in the big picture? Because if you ever figure out entrepreneurship, I definitely haven't yet. But it's like, it's like, what does that all that mean? Do you ever so, really figure it out? No, well, I mean, as the wise wait, as the wise words of a good friend of mine, Brian Hong said, "Business and entrepreneurship is always a journey, not a destination. So you're never there. It's always, it's literally going to oh, be absolutely. eternal. You'll so always just, compound and learn." Just piggybacking on what you said before, uh, one of my favorite audio books and books I've ever read was Relentless by Tim Grover. Mm. I sent that to y'all. I yeah, guarantee you, you, y'all have not listened to it yet. Not yet. And I guarantee you, if you read it, it'll change your mindset. So it was Relentless by Tim Grover? Yes. Yeah, so well, 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 quick breakdown of what it is. So Relentless is just kind of how I live. So the book Relentless, uh, Relentless teaches you how to be relentless, which means doing whatever it takes to succeed at whatever you want to do. Ooh. So he, he was, wow. so background on Tim Grover, he was Kobe Bryant's personal mentor and basketball yep. coach. He was Michael Jordan's mentor and basketball coach. Yep. And he was Dwayne Wade's personal mentor and basketball, basketball coach. coach. And so Tim Grover describes there's three types of people. There's coolers. They're like, okay, like, whatever. There's closers, which everybody wants to be a closer. Right. Like, but Close me thir- on it. There's there's a third option. What's that? Cleaners. Cleaners. They're the janitors. They don't leave until all the work's done. They're there after hours. They're out working everybody. So that's what a relentless person is a cleaner. They're there after hours. They're doing relentless. work. Relentless. I rel- mean, later we're going to touch on networking of just for a minute. Arnold. Who, if, if I mean, this is founded around fitness, and I've always been a huge Arnold fan since I was about sixteen or seventeen. Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes. I love. Kill me! I'm here. I'll do it. <laughs> do it now. <laughs> I just I love the guy because I looked at old interviews before Pumping Iron, before he got famous. There was random interviews in different bodybuilding circuits on on news stations like in Australia and shit, like wherever he was. He the way he spoke and the footage they had of him, he was there lifting weight after everyone else. He worked out longer and harder. And like you said, being relentless, you're the cleaner. You're he there until the everything's yeah. done. He is a cleaner. That's fine. Cleaner. So a clean wait, say that one more time for the people watching. So I wish I had the definition. Three people yeah, just the three the three types I, of people. I wish I knew the definitions off the top of my head, but there's coolers. Yeah. Um what's the example? It's like they're not going to take the game-winning shot. They're there yeah. passing the ball to the game, the person that wants to take the game-winning shot. Right. That might be the closer. Yeah. They're only going to take the shot if they're comfortable taking it. They're like, okay, I'm definitely going to make this. I'm going to shoot it if now. If I get the right customer, get, if I get the right conditions, then I'm a, oh, yeah, I'm a savage. You're a closer. <laughs> you're a savage. Yeah. The cleaner takes that shot Gets no, matter, no matter, what, matter what. Because if they don't take it, they're going to miss it. Yeah. So the closer takes the shot no matter what. Hey, Cardone says, he says, like, when in sales, like, just talking to people, he says, literally, he says, like, no matter what, you can go get after it because if, they, we're gonna, if they're saying no now, they're going to say no in the future, so you might as well shoot your shot. The, <laughs> it worst, gets the worst thing that can ever happen is someone <laughs> so say no. That's it. I think that Danny should really tell us what entrepreneurship means to him because – I got started late last year, and it's still growing. I'm still working on my own personal little side business. It's doing all right. It's mostly word of mouth by now in the local area. However, Wyatt's now doing something on multiple social media platforms, and now, as a blessing, I get to be his partner in it with Danny. Um, He's really 
learning uh, at an exponential rate compared, at least compared to me and most people. Yeah, entrepreneurship so. is. But Danny's been doing it for four years now. He is. He is a bona fide closer, man. <laughs> like he's a, Danny's on his, on track to be a cleaner. I think he has relentless mentality and stuff like that. But this episode would, is actually titled "Entrepreneurship Is It For You." So we're going to talk about what it means to be an entrepreneur. Well, it is for Danny. I can tell you that. No, and I definitely want him to tell us what uh, entrepreneurship is and what it means to him. Yeah, so listen to our co-host and our guest, Danny, talking about entrepreneurship. Is our it for daddy. You? Our mm. daddy, number one, two, or three. No particular order. Yeah. But uh, yeah, entrepreneurship is like, honestly, it. there's a saying, is, it's when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And so like entrepreneurship found me at the right time. Pretty crazy example. I was actually working at Walk-Ons, which is like a, a, a kind of a sports bar nearby us. Y'all know what it is. Yeah. But it was uh, so. <laughs> yeah, they do. So we were there. Uh, I was bartending, and I had a guy approach me about a business opportunity. So I looked at it. Ultimately, just uh, ended up through in a first adventure. I was in, in it for three or four years. I kind of hit the wall, like went through the or actually for the first two and a half years, really. But I hit the wall pretty quick, and it's it's tough. Trenches. Entrepreneurship is not easy. Living in the trenches. Get yeah. Get comfortable in the trenches. Grinding. And it was uh, brick and mortar, so it was like a traditional business that you go to college for. And then, like, supposedly in college you learn these things. And so, but anyways, so after that, uh, really just, like, got into the mindset of time freedom. And, like, what like what does it mean? Like, obviously nobody really enjoys working, right? What is, what is that time freedom? What, what, what's that trade-off? Well, and I, when I say everybody, I, I, I don't mean everybody. Some people are crazy and they love to work. But to answer your question directly, um, time freedom to me is like, I mean, like really paying attention to like what you want to do in life. Like what is your time worth? Do you want to be chilling? Do you want to be having fun with family? Do you want to be relaxing? Or do you want to be a cleaner or somebody that is on like is relentless towards their goals, and there's not a right or wrong because there's there's a balance. Some people may not cherish the idea of money so much, but it's definitely a, uh, a it's a balance between uh, a hard work ethic and the ability to enjoy the things where you would not consider work making like, money work for you. I like what you said about you know is it is it the money you're after or is it the freedom? If you take a humble standpoint, you quickly realize, okay, I want freedom. How do you do that? Well, you need a lot more fun tokens in your bank account to give you that freedom. That's just how the system, that's how the world works. Yeah. And people who are money conscious, they're not obsessed about the dollar amount in the account or what they're making. They're obsessed with the freedom that you can get with it. And that's mistaken a lot, you know. Like yeah. I've said last episode, I get called arrogant and stuff all the time because of what I want to do, what I want to have. And one, I want to share that with my close friends and family. Two, I want the freedom to do that, but you can only get that freedom if you're not working every damn day. Mm-hmm. You know, you have enough assets to kind of let you get some freedom and do what you want to do. Yeah. And then you will really find your dharma. Yeah, it sure is. But I would say... To me, to wrap it up, it really is just to simply look at it from the perspective of knowing exactly what you're after, knowing your clear intentional purpose, 
and then just magnifying that to make it to fulfill it and then once you fulfill it then you need to reflect on it and kind of understand where you're at where you're going and more importantly like why are you doing what you're doing uh so cookie cutter definition of what it means to be an entrepreneur cookie cutter would just be to decide what you want and to make it happen outside of like a, a work schedule yeah, so find find your own path. Find a, find something that you can make money off of and pursue that. Yeah. Besides, and then, besides clocking in and clocking out. Yeah, because it's uh, – Grant Cardone talks about trading. Basically, uh, with your time, you have to trade your time for money. But with an entrepreneurship, aren't you trading your money for time? That's it. That's literally it down to a definition. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So for our new, so not everybody's even an entrepreneur. Some people want to be comfortable, which is totally fine. I, I love I living. Hate that. I love living it. <laughs> wait, lo- wait, wait, hold up, because that that's okay. I mean, like he said, he hates that. I don't like that. Yeah, because uh-huh. I've been good at being really uncomfortable. You love living it, and fear. I'm kind of no. What is that? Oh, oh yeah, it's the timer. There's a timer. What were you just talking about? Yeah, so you were saying, uh, or do you want to be comfortable? And I was like, I hate that. And going back to my Arnold example, and some of those uh, old interviews with him when he was our age pretty much, um, he's like, I would hate being like everybody else. And there's nothing wrong with being similar to people and and that sort of thing. That's fine. That's a a good thing. but I don't want to be like everybody else. I don't want to settle for the same thing that everyone's allotted because in America, <laughs> it's not hard to get a base standard of living that's comparable to everyone else. But I would hate to be that when I know I could have done Sucks more. Sucks to be average. No, so so you, you, wait, you got the, the uh, it was the cleaners, the closers, and... It's the coolers, cleaners. Closers. No, cool, no coolers, <laughs> closers, and cleaners. cleaners, but just piggyback from that real quick before we go into the rest. I of I mean, this. you've seen my countertops. I'm a cleaner. <laughs> you, as <laughs> right now, you're you're a closer. Yeah. Okay. Be be relentless and be a cleaner. Everything you say you're gonna do, do it to your best ability. Absolutely. Be, be a cleaner. Outwork everybody else. That's what it's about. And piggyback on what you said is just like, don't get com- when you grow the most when you're uncomfortable. Like sky, like say skydiving for example. I don't want to skydive. But I'd grow so much if I did because I'm fearful of it. So when you start doing the things that you fear, you realize, oh, I didn't really fear it that much. Because like maybe like the first, what they say is that the first like ten seconds of you skydiving, you're screaming and stuff like that. Then you just hit this point where you relax. Yeah. You're like, oh Isn't my that god, crazy? look at those trees. Yeah. <laughs> I'm falling. Look at this. It's like it's it's like running. Um, I used to be an awful runner. I used to hate running, and I started in high school, and at the academy, I um, did a uh, rescue swimming course. Rescue and swimming? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Badass bad move. Yeah, that's, not really. that's crazy. Just, I just swim. But they had us run a lot. And I, at that point in time, I hadn't run more than five miles before. At one time? At one time. Damn. So they had us run. It was, like, it was like seven to eight, something like that. And they talked about this before, but when you're running and you start to hate it, you start to get exhausted, you start, start struggling to breathe, and your body, your brain, actually, not your body, your brain saying, stop, I'm scared of this, I don't like this feeling. That's entrepreneurship. If you keep, <laughs> yeah, if you keep running and say, no, screw that, no, I'm going to keep going, and you tell your brain, hey, shut up, 
So is the key to entrepreneurship just keep running and swimming? Is that it? I just <laughs> kept running. <laughs> Janae, if you literally keep, like, whatever you're doing, like, you said last week, you said, uh, oh, this sales, like, two months in, like, this sales thing isn't working out for me. I'm going to go, <laughs> yeah. I need money now. It's like, no, if you keep, there's the freaking picture, everybody's seen this picture, a dude in a tunnel digging a cave. Yeah. And, like, digging for the diamonds. Digging <laughs> for diamonds. Yeah. And he's, like, two hits away, and he's like, I'm tired of this. I'm done. Yeah. Excuse my. But so, Danny, I like to segue into you. So we talk about entrepreneurship. All entrepreneurship is, if you're good at something, you can find something you can make money out of, pursue it. I love fitness. I'm passionate about it. I want to start my own clothing brand, something line. Jim, passionate about boats, own boat line. Danny hasn't found his purpose yet. He's very good at solar, but we're still waiting on him to figure out what yeah. his purpose is, which is totally fine. Yep. However, he's, he's got his own LLC, which is entrepreneur management. He wants to teach other people how to be an entrepreneur, which is why we have him on tonight, and we're going to have him on every night, and why he's one of our co-hosts oh, and our way, special guest. I took an uh, online course for making courses and selling what you have to offer, so I have some notes for you. We're going to make a course? Oh, absolutely. I, I, okay. I, t- I took that hey, he course. He said it. Hey, manifest. He is is the manifest. So I've manifested, and there's a lot of lectures I went through and online courses and stuff. I have a year's worth of notes of this. I haven't used a lot of it yet. But I have the ability to be be blessed and blessed, my buddy, with all these notes and this course that I have. It costs a good bit of money. It's like a college course. Yeah. Let's do but it's it. all yours because I have the notes. So let's do it together. Let's entrepreneur. Let's hear the pros and cons of yeah. being an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurship is it for you? Is it? So, but that's the thing. Is like to me, it's it's fun to, to think about it because it's like everybody wants to, to have that freedom. They want to kind of have what they want in life, but it's easier said than done. If it's it was scary. easy, everybody would be doing it, right? Uh-huh. That's what I like saying. It is scary. Yeah, but it's uncomfortable. It's, it is. It is fear, fear, get hard. Yeah, but <laughs> it's like when you really look at it. Yeah, there are pros and cons to it because it's like there's a lot of comfort in making seventy five k a year, chilling in the same spot, per, like having exact prediction. Oh, I've got my four hundred one k. Yeah, this you're is stacking mean money in away. ten years. I'm gonna keep up with the Joneses. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it's funny because it's like it seems like nobody wants to do that but there's a lot of people that are doing that so there's a lot of people that do and then there's a lot of people that don't and so but entrepreneurs it's fun it's, Pro, it'll, expo- it'll expose you really fast there's a con because I promise you if you if you jump into an only commission job where you literally only get paid like respectfully I just think of like prehistoric times Back to that running example. If you stopped running, you were out of the program. You He's failed. Right. And so when it comes down to it, it's like when you go hunting, if you like prehistorically, you go pre- hunting and you don't come back with food, you don't survive. And so the same way in commission is having that mindset of literally getting after. Never heard Think that about like that. that. Imagine those Neanderthals you, in the caves hunting and to. gathering with an Adderall. With an or just an actually Adderall? not even Adderall. Imagine what they would have been like. Imagine the ADD <laughs> ones. <laughs> they were the best hunter gatherers of their time, man. Yeah. No, to let let you continue, like like I jumped into entrepreneurship and I was like commission only. I left my full time job yeah. to pursue something like this. And like, this I was is a like, jump. You don't dip your toe in the pool. You jump in. I was like, shit, dude. I need money. So I'm I'm chilling at the Stell store, and some dudes in the parking lot with his daughter going to like some soccer place in the same parking lot. And open the door. I literally said, 
You want some water? He came in. Two weeks later, he bought a unit. That's fire. That was my first sale ever. That's a ever. good story. I hey, like you that. jumped right in, man. My you took a took a risk. My first sale. I said, "Hey, you want some water in the freaking parking lot?" Like, yeah. Hey, hey girl, <laughs> you want some water? Say, girl, you look thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. So, yeah. what are some more cons of being an entrepreneur, man? Some cons? I would say, I mean, it's uh, it's a lot harder than people think. What and like we talked about it last week. Like nobody on social media will go out there and say. Hey, here's a video of me. I had a terrible day. Let me tell you about it. I didn't make any money, and I actually lost money. What's funny is in my podcast notes here, I took a note of that. You said that last episode, and it's uh, it's about not posting a lot. No one posts about them having a bad day. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Like, here's a selfie. I had a bad day. No sales. Here's that I donut, donut I'm eating in the mirror. I ate a donut. <laughs> hey, but if you make a sale... Like, like 99% of salespeople are like... You eating 50 Krispy Kreme. Yeah, it wasn't nothing. Selfie, and then they do it. And it's like, I mean, I've been guilty of it, I too. I mean, it's all clout, you know? Yeah. It's not about... It's nice to feel it, too. It's, Dude, it's like, yeah. it's, it's cool, but it's like, but the reality is, out of the 100 people that post, 99.9 are going to just be like... If you posted every time you closed, I'd hate you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... If I posted every time I closed, y'all would feel sorry for me. <laughs> <laughs> every, every six months, close the deal. Or he's, this dude's in poverty. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even okay? in sales, so that's why I'm not even on Instagram. I'm getting, I'm getting good at it. Sales though. is fun. It yeah. is fun. It's, it, to me, it's like to everyone watching, it really, like, and, and everyone's got their own opinion. Uh, everyone can do it their own way, but it's crazy because I literally look at it like if you didn't make pro sports, it's okay. Or if you didn't make if some competitive dream of yours it's okay just apply that energy to business and to me that's how i look at it because it's like a sport yes. it's commission only i can't work out last month and then expect results for this month you only get what you put in that day and so that that's to me what i it's fun to me i mean it's like you have to exercise your free time well i think it's incredible as a young man you got into sales and i know a couple other young people in sales right now are friends of mine um they haven't got quite gotten quite to your level, but I think Appreciate they will. That. Yeah. Um, but it may one. It, it, there's a lot of habits. Again, James Clear. Atomic yeah, habits. Yeah, atomic. That uh, habits. it right. makes you uh, so, makes you manage your time better. Makes you appreciate. It makes you really grateful. Does it exactly. not? Exactly. It does. So before we continue on the cons or pros, whatever you want to say, went to next. Skip. What is an atomic habit? Yeah. Enlighten so, us. Atomic, right? Atom. Very small. Very tiny. But the precursor to a huge, huge change in energy, right? Like an atom bomb. An atom so tiny. The building blocks of true. what we all are. That's true. You put it in a reactor and you don't give it away to cool down and it creates a bomb, right? Um, it's a very tiny, tiny change. An atomic habit is a 1% improvement. It's a 1% change. It could be simple as, okay, today I'm waking up early. I'm going to wash my face, brush my teeth. I'm going to go get my coffee, and I'm going to plan my day. It could be as simple as that. That's a 1% increase, right? Yeah, it's like it's like brushing and then mouthwash, and it's like, oh, my next atomic habit is to be flossing. I'm going to implement flossing between the two. In, 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 in the, the book, it gives you uh, your cue all the way to your reward, what, what gets you started on that habit what you enjoy from it but those one percent um increases i think over a year over an annual period 
mathematically it makes you 137% better. Is that the math? I think it's yeah, it's definitely way over 100% better. Because uh, in the book, in James Clear's book, it uh it gives you a lot of graphs, which I like because I'm I'm visual. I'm not a I'm not a, a smart dude. I can't like hear things and be like, "No, I got it." Like I I'm I, I got to see that. Smeller. <laughs> that's that's why I drive boats. It's it's like there in front of me. I get it. Um, and that's why I do weights because it's there. I get it. You know, Pick it's, up, put down. it's not a bunch of word stuff. <laughs> and um, but on, on in the graphs, it shows you that that improvement actually becomes exponential. So there's one percent, one percent improvements. There's little atomic habits. And later he talks about becoming what you want to be. You know, I want to be a millionaire, right? Who doesn't? Well, I'm going to start being a millionaire now. They were, here, they were here for two hours waiting on me because I went to dinner with my, my, some close family friends. Ended up networking and meeting some investors and everything. Um, but I, I walked in there like, I'm an owner of a, a huge gym and clothing franchise. I am a millionaire. Yes. I walked in like I had the assets that mm. I want. I dressed like it, not in a flash way. This suit's old as shit. You know, it's, the, the, wa- the watch was a gift. I'm not trying to be a hypocrite. I'm humble. Like I it did not cost me a lot, but I dressed like I had the attitude that millionaire when I when I put my outfit together and I dressed accordingly for the occasion. And I went in there and because of those atomic habits, because I laid out my outfit when I got in the shower, because I flossed and I brushed my teeth the, the little way I things. like those little detail, that attention to detail. Those are the atomic habits that make you get to that 137% improvement. Yeah. And I got well said. I got well investors said. for Dharma Perfect. tonight. Bang. Right Busy there. Friday night. On most people are doing different things on Friday. I'll I'm not with you. running a tab at the local bar getting <laughs> shit faced. No, we're not. I mean I did have some um Basil Hayes and old fashions mm. there at Keith Young. Shout out mm. to them. And uh, nice. House so cut flight, but are we done with the cons? Any more cons to be an entrepreneur? I mean, like that. There's, there's, there's going to be an endless kiss, uh, list, and because the reality is, I mean, like cons are different for other people. I mean, there's certain people who, who embrace the opportunity. There's certain people who, if they look for a problem in a gold mine, they would find one. I we, don't have the pick. But we don't focus on the negative boys, do we? Mm-mm. Positive. But mm-hmm. but but the reality glass, glass is, is most people full. do. The reality is there is a, there's a so lot it, of things. What one? I have one more negative. Fair. Sure. Um. Before I went to the school, I went to and got the job I wanted. People looked at me like I was silly. Like you know when a little kid is in a crowd of adults and he says some stupid silly shit. Do it every day. And <laughs> 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 still do. Um. But people, you sit there and you chuckle like, ha ha ha. Okay, that's cool. Great. That's what being an entrepreneur is like. When you tell people about your goals, now you don't want to constantly flaunt like, oh, I'm going to do you this to and do that. You just put it out there. Point A, you remember point and call in the book? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's literally putting it out there and then just, hey, not just a, so you know. Not I'm in a braggadocious it. way, but when someone asks you, you seriously answer, of course. Of course. And I, I told people my goals and what I want to do, and this was before this all started. Um, and they looked at me like, oh, <laughs> that's cool. Good for you. And, I fucking hated that, dude. Excuse my language. I hated that. I love it. And I was like, well, I, I love I love that I hate it. It makes me keep going, right? And I was like, you know what? Yeah, cool. About you, you keep chuckling. Off. I'm going to yeah. be in the Keys with my boys having a vacation, a well-deserved vacation. Not even vacation. We're living there. Yeah. Well, I'm from there, so I got to go back. But, <laughs> <laughs> but go um, home. Got to go home. The Saltwater Conch Republic. But... 
that's a big con. You're going to put out there what you want to do. You're going to tell your parents. And this this hurts. Your yeah. parents are going to be like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, they're not going to they're not going to seriously believe you. You know, and my parents they're always supporting me. I mean, I, and they will, but some parents will, some won't. It's, it's what happens is it doesn't matter who it is. You got to ignore that. But, but the biggest con is people close to you, and this is why you have to cut certain people out of your life, are going to not care about it, or not support it, or not take you seriously. That's a big con. Yeah, it definitely could. Enough about the negative, though. But yeah, and that, there's cons. Uh, there's there's pros, and uh, have have we really touched on the pros, Wyatt? We have not touched on the pro, but piggybacking with like parents and stuff like that. My dad sent me a text uh, about a week ago. What I just want to say, he he said, so I said, hey, I'm going over to Daniel's house to work on some back end stuff for Domo. I'll be home. I'm probably sleeping there. Um, not gonna be home tonight. Yada right. yada. He said, he texted me. He said, I love you, son. I'm proud of the things you're doing. I know you're going to be successful. Yeah. That meant the fu- I cried in my car. Yeah, you did. Yeah, that's fire. Because he's like as. Matthew McConaughey, my dad. Same is with my my, my dad, man. When he told me, when I, I think I mentioned this last episode, you're exactly where you're supposed to be right now. Yeah, that, that, and whenever he prays over me, is when I will cry. Yeah, that's powerful, dude. <laughs> that's so, some biblical shit, man. So, pro, pros of being an entrepreneur. What can people expect when they start running their own business? They get into sales when they determine their own income. What can they expect, man? So honestly, I mean, there, there's it's kind of boils down to one word and it's accountability and, and and it's it really is it is if it was easy everyone would be doing it and killing it okay definition of accountability so accountability is keeping promises to yourself that's what ed Milet says is true self-confidence comes from the ability to keep promises with yourself and okay I, so why is accountability so important when being an entrepreneur because at the end of the day you have to wake up you have to go you have to have intention and accountability you keep with yourself or accountability you can keep by by asking your buddy or an accountability partner or your mentor as to what to do. And then when you keep that, it will I'm telling you, it will expose you. That's what you can expect to get exposed, to humble yourself and to realize that it really is a journey. And to anybody that thinks they figured got it figured out quick. Uh, there's something that it says documentation beats conversation. So what I heard from that is a pro of it is if you're accountable to yourself, you will be successful. However, accountability can be a con because not a lot of people are accountable themselves. No, no, not this. No, no, dude, one, one thing about accountability, uh, it goes off of something I told someone very important to me in my life uh, at the moment in time. Um, it was like, I can't give you the things that you should be giving yourself. Mm. When Wait. it comes to accountability. Say, Say it, again. it again. Speak up for the people. Talk to I, the camera. I cannot give someone the things that they cannot give themselves, that they should be giving themselves. I can't love you like you should love yourself. I can't... Bring you sp- happiness? I can't make you happy when you're not making yourself happy. Right. And when it comes to accountability is that there's a lot of people in jobs right now. There's there's managers at restaurants right now who want their own business, want all these things, right? And they might be on their way to do that. But accountability, like you can go like through my Navy experience, you can, there's a thing called accountability. It's when people muster and you take accountability, make sure everyone's there or present right. or accounted for. Right. Right. Um, and you can start by being accountable for other people to other people, but you will not 
climb the ladder until you are accountable with yourself. I remember I was 19 years old. I was on an offshore racing team. I was the skipper of the boat. I was the captain. Skip. Skipper. That's where the name comes from, Skippy. man. Skip. And uh, the, if any of those offshore buddies are uh, watching this, they've seen me make plethoras of mistakes. But for a while, I was not accountable to myself, but I was making sure everyone else was taken care of. Um, and uh, I realized when I was accountable to myself first, made sure I was good to go, did everything I was supposed to do. Then when it was time to be accountable to everyone else, I was just eons ahead of where I was. And you cannot have true accountability until you are accountable for yourself, until you do those atomic habits, until you are accountable for everything in your life, for your current situation, where you are. You've recognized all your decisions leading to where you are right now. When you are truly accountable with yourself, then you can grow. Then you can implement a system. Then you can get your own business. Then you can climb the ladder. I love it. Mic drop. Thanks, buddy. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, that was... Ooh. God, that's a nugget right there. That was a mic drop. So, more more, more pros of being mm. an entrepreneur? Do you want to go into habits and systems, environments? Oh, I mean, like, it's just... To me, it's a good versus evil. It's a positive, like, an expansion mindset versus uh, an implosion mindset. It's, it's just simple to me from my approach. It doesn't mean it's easy. But it's like you're either gonna go get what you want or you're not. So I got a I got a question for the crowd. Sure. What kind of environment do you need to build around you or have around you to be successful as an entrepreneur? What kind of people do you need to yeah. surround yourself with? What like what does that look like? What's your environment like? Uh, I could tell you based on my experience, when you truly give yourself permission to be a, like insanely obsessed with something, you're gonna lose pretty much a lot of your friends that you have now. Done that. Yeah. Because it's like Got all those t-shirt. people, all those people that you had literally had in your life that you were d- donating your time to, the moment that you literally like get into real entrepreneurship, like all your friends are like, dude, like where are you, bro? Like you don't even come to the bar anymore. Back to the uh, accountability with yourself. You're accountable with yourself, and you get after what you want. Yeah. And you do that, that and you start losing those friends. People don't realize that includes relationships. Yeah, it can it, 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 it can ruin relationships, yes. and that's why you have to stay on the same page with growth and the same page with the mindset, aka be open about where you're going, which is point and call, super important. So but the way I look at like <coughs> entrepreneurship pros cons etc. So people are typically used to the slogan like um. You're either like a glass half full or a glass half empty guy. That's, yeah, on a simple version, like, that's it. But how I look at it is like, yeah, your glass is either half full or half empty. How I look is like, hey, I got water. Yeah. At least I have water. Yeah. Now let's see what I can do with this water. Yeah, you got water, you got time, and we don't know how much time. Exactly. But, yeah, I mean, so it's most people to whoever's watching this, I mean, entrepreneurship, is it for you? Who knows? I mean, ultimately, I think it's worth trying. That's what Gary Vee is a huge proponent for. It's like, dude, like, you're 25. You're 22. He says that's the freaking 35-year-olds. Yeah. He's like, dude, you're 35. Like, he's like, yeah. He's like, dude, what? Like, you've got the rest of your life. Yes, dude. And so it's like, we're, wherever, at whatever you're 35, stage you're on. 50 is still 15 years away. That's a long time. And I think people overlook that. And, and so entrepreneurship, it's going to hit you whenever you're ready. Some people will look at this and they'll just be like, oh, yeah, like, what do they know? 
obviously. But the the reality is, it's a it is always going to be a journey. People honestly well, are going to understand. I want to circle back to what's your circle look like. Yes. Yeah, we didn't because that's it, yeah. that's important. That is so important. Again, we talk about losing friends and everything. Yeah, that sucks. We'll file that under the cons. We'll get over it. Enough about the negative. That's a pro for me. Yeah. It, it, it again, you, it levels there's, your, you there's that change in Elevation you, you, requires separation. Say that again. Elevation requires separation. You got to separate from what you used Danny's to be. Danny's over here spitting fire. Hey, if you want to be a leader of a pack, leave your pack and make your own. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> it's a fact, though. But, I mean, it's a... Uh, it's just it's something that you'll find whenever it's right, but yeah, your circle's big. I mean, because uh, as entrepreneurs, somebody who's been there, somebody who's going through it, or somebody who wants to go through it, when you're a part of that path, there's empathy, there's like respect for the hustle, and it's like the cleaner at some point, even like cleaner doesn't mean I've made the most money. Cleaner, you can be a day one cleaner, and you can just say, you know what. I'm about this shit. I didn't I'm sell a single stealth unit, but I'm gonna go ahead and clean up the shop, make it ready to sell tomorrow. So the the definitely the, the cleaner, they're not in it for the money. They they're, want the wins. Yeah. It's they're a hungry win. they're hungry to win. Do you wanna win once a week? You wanna win every single second of every single day. And so all a cleaner is is saying like, Hey, I'm gonna win today. I'm gonna win at everything I do. Nobody's gonna be I'm gonna wash the fuck out of these dishes. All right. No one's all gonna right, wash Let me jump on dishes. that real quick. Let's hear it. I think I know what your answer is going to be, but what did you do to win today? Mm. I got uncomfortable. I did things I didn't want to do, and I did them to the best of my ability. Yeah, what was that? I'm pretty sure I know what that was today. What I did today? That was uncomfortable that you didn't want to do. Mm. Speak for the crowd. I know what my answer for you would have been, because it would have been mine if I did it. I didn't do it, but... What was uncomfortable? I mean... We played the Jeopardy music... What, <laughs> what do you what do you think I did today that was uncomfortable? The run. Oh, dude. So like, <laughs> he's like, whoa, dude. For, dude, holy shit. Forgot about that, dude. Yeah. So like, how long I've been talking about that for like days now? I'm like, man, I, I really heard you say run. I'm like, I really want to start running again. Every like last week or last week we talked about if anything's like ever worth doing, like do it now. Like if it's worth it, you'll do it now. Yeah. And so I'm um, driving home from the gym. I'm like, damn, I really need to do some cardio. Like. I'm not a, that, that big of a guy. Like, when I'm lean, I'm, like, 170-something. I weighed myself as 192 today. Granted, I still have abs. Like, I'm pretty, like, a, not jacked, but, like, a, a pretty big guy, I like to say. He is uh, looking really good, ladies. But I was like, I was like man, just the, the euphoric feeling you get from running and how you feel after, feeling accomplished, doing something that makes you, like, uncomfortable. Yeah. It's not like I don't fear running. I mean, it's cool, but I do fear the task of it. It's like, it's like oh, it's dreadful, right? But I was like, you know, I'm going to get out of my comfort zone. I said I was going to do it. Let's, let's go and do it. Dude, I was like, have my music in, have my app going, dude. So I'm not the fastest dude in the world, right? But, like, I ran a mile in seven minutes and 47 seconds. I was like. That's pretty good. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, shit, I was going for 12-minute mile. And yeah. Like, yeah dude, when you play a little bit of Creed, you play the song Higher. Or you play, or you play, run, you or you play, me you play, you play, run it up by JT Taco oh, and Marky B. <laughs> uh, what about you, Danny? What did you do to win today? Um, well, it was really tough, honestly. Uh, just on a side note, uh, ended up uh, because of a business transaction. Ended up, you didn't, I didn't actually share this with you, but 
definitely lost out on fifteen thousand dollars today. So, mm. so on yeah. the last two podcasts, you've learned that he is very bad at holding on to money. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he is. He has more L's or W's. He is not a cleaner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he takes. But it feels like. I don't know. No. Danny Danny has a great vision. I think he's a cleaner. Yeah. He's but, a cleaner. Yeah, but it's special. It's uh, just because, obviously, there are days where I'm like, dude, like, I texted him on Monday or something. I was like, dude, I just made a sale. Like, it was just it's a huge benefit. 23K. Yeah. Yeah. 23K. Mm. It was, uh, there was. I said, I said, do I need to drop my Venmo? Yeah. <laughs> you did. Yeah. Dude, that was, we, were, we, were, we were, I was with Skip when that happened. We were super excited for you. That's the thing, though. Find friends. So that circle's going to go down, right? But you're going to yeah. find friends who are like-minded, like we do here. Dude, there was no envy. There was none of that. We dude, were, we were like, not like, fuck that dude. Like, oh, he made 20. Yeah, we were yeah, like, like, dude, fuck dude. He made 20. Oh, I wish I could do that. No, it wasn't any of that. It was like, hell yeah, dude, do more. Like, let's go, baby. Yeah. I appreciate that. I mean, so, it, well, uh, it's, you you yeah, did know, something. You, there was something but, you did today to win. Oh, for sure, yeah. And to, but just circle around. It was it was a tough day, but a it was just to, uh, well, I'll multifaceted. I would say, a I made my I made like fifty two sales calls today, which is just like the repetitions. It's just that's like a lot of work, man. Showing that's up to sales practice is not that much in my eyes because I know I can do a lot more than that. But like fifty two sales calls, and uh, I did make a sale. Uh, but there was pros and cons to the day. But ultimately, my mindset is in an elevated state uh, being around y'all. So. so what you did to win today was that you didn't quit. Yeah, 100%. That's, that's, Sometimes that's all it is, so, people. That's where I'm at right now. What's Daniel, I'm going to ask you this. What's your circle like? What, what, is, what, what kind of people do you need to surround yourself to be successful? A couple different variants I'd like to answer to that. But just answer it simply. I mean, look. To my left and to my right, I mean, you guys have been super stellar, not only supportive, but also like intuitive enough to like realize that it's just three daddies that have their own journeys that are all in different chapters, but all on the same journey headed in the same direction in the same river. Yeah. And so we're all doing it together. Obviously, um, no one's better or worse than anybody else. But it's because it's all based on yourself. And what you're really doing is competing against yourself yesterday or like yourself five years from now. Right. And so to me, I think there's a lot of value in in understanding that the people closest to you, the people that literally like think about this, hang hang with me for a second, Mm -hmm. that you literally allow in your space. Like imagine like if I wanted to go hang out with Drake right now, like, let's be real. It'd be like, who are you? Why should I hang out with you? Like, what do you bring? My to name the is table? Danny. I sell soul. <laughs> but I mean, like, and, and who's not to say I have value for him? But it's just like, it's like he has a protected space. I don't know. Drake's too busy crying in the shower about something. Yeah. Right. Sure. New album. Sure. Key, sure key. Fair enough. But but like the reality is like he protects his space he protects his environment because it's important his energy is Mm -hmm. and so when you're going through something uh grant cardone and gary v talk about like dude you may have to not talk to your mom for six months if you need that to like if your mom's like trying to down you every day like sometimes your environment is literally my dad's parents were like that gary v dude he goes ham on it he's like dude you gotta you can't talk to your like like you may if your family's like bringing the bad energy to your entrepreneurship, making you second guess yourself. Dude, like, 
There's a point in time where it's like obviously whether it's a, it's okay to cut family off if you have to. It's okay to yeah, cut short it. term. I think everyone will will grow over time. I think it will. But real quick, Stop. pause. I mean, we can keep. <laughs> oh, we can keep it rolling. I mean, I think everyone needs a close up of wine, anyways. All right, so we've covered, like, we'll, we'll edit this part out. So, but we've got pretty much all the way through. No, wait, so it's, it's still recording. We're good. We're good. We're good. All right. Let me, let me talk. Yeah, here, go ahead. Yeah, so sorry oh, we had baby. some technical difficulties. Sorry, but going off difficulties. of that with your environment and your circle and cutting your family off, there's this one quote I resonate so hard with, and it's, family isn't those you share blood with. It's those you'd bleed for. Mm. So we're not we're not re- we're not related. <laughs> we need to like have like a book of all these things. So the dinner I was at tonight, I'd bleed for y'all. Y'all are my, my y'all are my yeah. family. Appreciate so I was that. with my parents, yes, um, but we don't have much connection with the outside family anymore. It's sad the way it happened, but it is what it is. But I was next to some individuals who not only have brightened my parents' lives up because we moved here not knowing anybody, and. Um, but I would bleed for every one of those people there at that table tonight. And um, that's so true, man, because I'm a good example of family's yeah. not the blood. That's who you would bleed for. That is fire, dude. I wish I was by my mic right now. It's, it's we can still kind of hear you, actually. Repeat the quote. Family is not your blood. It's who you bleed for. Yeah. yeah. So, family. And if you wouldn't bleed for one of your friends right now, forget about it yeah they're probably not your real friend no so family is not those you share blood with technically it is like my mom's my family my dad's my family grandpa grandparents cousins all right. we all share the same blood however your true family is not those you share blood with it's those you're willing to bleed for so you have family members that you are willing to bleed for my dad my mom my sister my my sister's gay but her wife I'd bleed for her I'd bleed for that motherfucker every day of the fucking week Right. I bleed for fucking you every day of the week. I That's bleed love. for you. All, all my super close friends that have had my back since the jump and that have stayed in touch with me, we reach out to each other, I bleed for you any single day of the week. I take my shirt off the back. I take the skin off my back. I do anything for any of you. That's all. Dharma. I've got crew members on my ship right now that I would bleed for. And if Demario, if you're watching this, Lee, Kitty, PJ, Dave, all you guys, Kieran, Ryan, all you guys are watching this, Absolutely, would bleed for you in a heartbeat. So, like, literally, think about that. Like, if you if you want to correct your circle and figure out who you're hanging out with, think about those you'd take a bullet for. Those you'd physically bleed for, just because they're that close to you as a person. And then, in addition to that, look at like audit yourself, audit your circle. Look at like who you literally give your time, your energy, who you hang out with every day. Who do you go I have to the a, gym uh, with? A fun challenge for the viewers. What's that? Go to one of your good friends, maybe even your best friend, and if you've had some dream, some goal that you kind of kept to yourself because you haven't really got on track with it yet or something, tell that friend that goal. If y'all told me something stupid, I'd say, fuck yeah, do it. Do it it today. If your friend is not like, okay, how do I help you do that? How do we do that? I want to see you do that. Or... Just be brutally honest with you if it's something crazy as shit. I mean, because sometimes I'm gonna take a bicycle to the moon. And they're like, 
All right, have fun. <laughs> if there, if it's anything outside of them wanting to see you succeed or them wanting to even help, get out of that, dude. You 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 deserve so much more. Yeah, so, it's so always nice so to have somebody rooting for you. It really is. Your environment's key. It's cool to have one person. We can have like two, three, four, five, maybe ten people rooting for you every single day. You don't need that many people either. You don't. You just need when one person to have when you're your accountable back. with yourself. You clear out that circle. Ed Milet says it. You, you don't need that much outside of yourself. Skip you got don't a couple. Ed Milet is. What's that? <laughs> Skip what? don't even know who Ed Milet is. Well, no. so the, that's okay. We're I, gonna educate. I sent a playlist in our, in our private text. Wait, the that. one you sent tonight? Oh yeah, I saw oh, that. So, 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 so last I haven't listened night, to it yet. That, tic, that TikTok I showed you last night was Ed Milet. Oh, that said, guy? Yeah. So he oh, was, dude. Listen, listen, <laughs> let me drop. Let me drop this nugget. Go. So, so he was at a car wash with his son. His son was six years old, and the car wash says, "Hey, what are you doing? Your son turns like seven. Like, what's he gonna be like?" He was like, "Well, what do you mean?" He was like, "Well, once he turns seven, six-year-old him is gone." You'll never have a six-year-old son again. Now he's a seven-year-old. Different thoughts, different actions. He started thinking. He was like, "Wait, so what am I as like a forty-five-year-old? Am I gonna be? Am I gonna be different at forty-six? Well, no one thinks like that. You're supposed to be. You're you supposed to, to grow be. every single year, every single day. That's weird. Speaking of, people don't think like you that. just had a birthday. Happy birthday. Second of all, kill that previous year. Doesn't matter anymore. Old you don't exist. That's true. You're not, you're not the old you. Yeah. But success leaves Like, clues. I didn't like who I was in high school, mostly physically. But then mentally, I was like, I ain't going to be this kid ever again. I hate to say it. I'm still the same guy from high school. Work ethic-wise. Like, well, matur- that, that's ma- great Maturity level. Like, I've always been just, like, driven. Like, that's fire. Like, I'm trying to outwork everybody here. Like, everybody's my competition. I'm my yeah, competition. but how far ahead of you? How far different are you than the kid back then, though? If I put if I put that picture of you graduating could, on the I wall, I can drive now. <laughs> yeah, I got a car, dude. But it's like, <laughs> it's like, I mean, hey, no, but I respect it though, because I mean, I understand what you're saying. You, you've the, had a work ethic. Here's yeah. why that quote is such a killer, though. That that story. Are you doing this? Like, let's. I'm 24. If you're 24 years old, and you're doing the same shit that you were doing at 23, 22, 21, mm-hmm. 20. If you're doing the same thing, well, you're not accountable with yourself because well, you haven't changed, you haven't grown. So, Danny, go ahead and drop the definition of insanity. Yeah. So think about this. Do it. As the the definition of insanity is doing the exact same thing over and over, but expecting a different result. So if you're being 21 and you're doing the same shit you were doing, you're 21 being unsuccessful. By definition, that's insane. Unsuccessful and doing the same thing at 22, you're insane. But the reality is nobody stops to audit themselves, their their time, their energy. And so it's like if you don't look at it, then you're like, oh, yeah, it was was college, man. And you just like (laughs) write off four years of your life, of your prime. You're like, oh. Your life experiences aren't taxes. You can't write it off. It was sick, though. It was fun. You you went to college briefly, right? Uh, yeah, I went for, yeah, actually. So you like got a degree, didn't you? Three and a half years. Really? Yeah. Did and not know I that. paid my way through through college with cash, though, so it was fun. So I was always working, trying to like, I was waiting tables, really, actually, mm-hmm. and bartending, and bartending. So, so if you could go back, to be honest with I'm the viewers, with the would you go through college again? Uh, yeah, that. I mean, like. Uh, if I was having 
Like, like when I have a like a your son, mindset today going back when yeah, but when I have a son or a daughter, I will suggest that they go to college for half a semester to one semester for the social experience, if it's still even a thing. Then I'll tell you one thing, dude. I did not have a social college experience, and I hope a lot of people don't. There's benefits it, like it, like everything. There's pros and cons. It breeds complacency, as far as I'm concerned. With most the people well, I used to be friends true. with, yeah, that's true. Most <laughs> people I was friends with who went to they college, can. yeah, they're bartending. They're still in Hammond. <laughs> they haven't left. <laughs> I know, dude. Yeah. College sucks for me. I have a friend from high school. Um, I was a gifted kid. I was a weird nerd. There was a chick. Remedial math. There's a chick two years older than me. And she's super smart. I always thought she was cool as shit. Like, oh, man, she's so cool, man. She got a Master of Arts. She's working at a paint shop. For, like, walls and shit. Mm-hmm. Now, I have another friend who went and did a, uh, a Master of Arts uh, with a minor in, like, archaeology or something with historical buildings and stuff. And now she's on the commission... For the New Orleans historical whatever it is with the historical buildings, she went overseas did archaeology work, and now she's running like the district for historical buildings and shit. Like, so one example bred complacency; they're not doing anything with a degree. The other person found their niche, right, and went after it and got it. And they do, she's gonna be so successful, dude. It's insane. I love it. Yeah. So, dude, high school for me was like. I'm not going to say the glory days. I loved baseball. Please I thrived don't. in it. Yeah. And, and it's dude, fun like, to play a sport, though. Dude, yeah. The baseball Make was... your it. sport business. Ba- baseball was my business. I graduated high school. I had three college offers. University of Dallas, University of Rice, uh. Huntington College. Uh. Um, and stupid me... Um, and you looked really good in baseball pants. Yeah, I looked very good in baseball pants. Had the long hair. I was rocking it. But, uh... I was like, nope, I'm going to follow this girl to Southeastern because she's my high school sweetheart. I'm going to follow her. We broke broke up before school even started, and I just, like, partied my way through college. I graduated in four years. I got a degree and all that stuff. I was like, man, if I could go back with the mindset I have now, which is the law of detachment, I was attached to her for the wrong reasons. So detach yourself from everything and focus on yourself. If I would have done that back then. with that? I could have been playing for the New Orleans Zephyrs. Yeah. With that. <laughs> Bang. Tying, Bang. Mic drop. <laughs> so tying that into accountability that we talked before in your circle and everything, there's a young man at the gym I go to. I say young man. He's 20. Just starting college, right? Or 19. He's working hard at the gym there. He's doing summer classes while working at the gym to make Grind. extra money. He's a grinder. He wants to be an entrepreneur. He wants to own his own business. He should. Yeah, and he's a great dude, and I hope we actually have him on the show because. But does he want to be a Dharma daddy? Think about it. That's I mean, big he meets with one Dharma daddy every freaking day at the gym. <laughs> he's oh. well on his way. No, but this guy, um, I talked to him last year when I first met him because he was a new guy there. And he's like, well, I'm going to go to, uh, I think he's going to Ole Miss or uh, Southern Mississippi. Sure. One of those. One of them. And. Uh, he was already talking about the fiscal cons of college and everything. I was like, well, do you have an idea what you want to do? He's like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this because I want to do this. And I was like, great. Your league's ahead of everyone else. And he's doing summer classes right now. So what I'm getting at is if you're accountable and you know you want to go to college, 
because most people go to college because their friends are going, blah, 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 blah. They don't know what they're going to do. They do general studies, and they waste away until they get married, whatever. Um, this kid has a plan. He is taking – now, I, at my school, I had to do this, but I learned that it's possible other places too. He's taking 18 credits a semester. So he's he's 10xing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This kid, credits, eh? he, he doesn't even know, like, how hardcore he is right now because everyone else is taking, like, I don't know, 8 to 10 hours, something stupid. What's the, what's the, is it 15 hours? 15 hours is the average. A 15 hour, uh, wait, 18 hours in summer school? He's doing 18 hours in summer school. He's doing 18 hours for every semester. Yeah. Okay, I did, so 15 hours, I'm pretty sure. I'm if he grinds, he's going to graduate in three years. Okay, yeah, so I did 15 hours for four years every single semester. So that's what gets you. To, I'm pre- pretty sure it's 15 hours. Yeah, yeah. This guy's 12 hours, 60 hours. 12 hours is considered full time. Anything less than that, you're a part time student. 12 hours plus 15 hours is more of like. A if you looked at college student. like a job, if you looked at college like it's gonna make you money, you'd be rich. <laughs> do, yeah, do 18 hours at least. Like this kid, he's busting it out. That's cool. That's I just wanted to bring that in because he's accountable. He's got a plan. Love it. And a lot yeah. of people go to college for the wrong reasons. This kid isn't. But um. That's cool. Yeah, I, I have, I'm kind of biased to be honest with y'all towards towards that because I just think it's like sales is the name of the game. College is like like was cool like in the 60s, 70s, 80s. College like, is an over. I mean, like if you book. if you if you're gonna become a doctor or a nurse or, or yes. if your if your career is actually relevant to what you're learning, obviously you have to go to college. You'll if it YouTube is it. more or less a highly skilled trade, get the degree. Yeah, but. The reality is, in my eyes, for where most people are at, because most people, oh yeah, dude, I'm going to business for uh, or school for business. Well, what Danny, do you want to do when you get out? And they're like, oh, I don't know. Well, Danny, is and your de- is d- is your degree in marketing? No. Is your degree in sales? I don't have a degree. <laughs> but you are slaying it in the sales game, right? Yeah. Well. There you yeah. go, guys. Yeah, it's uh, to me, yeah, it's it's a part of showing up. It's uh, showing up is. But you learned a lot of habits, right? You learned a lot of good oh, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So kind of to segue out of this, Danny, go ahead and introduce us to the book club. Yeah, so the book club, the Honest Club. It's uh, it's something we've been doing for the last two weeks. So explain the title of Honest Book Club. So honesty to me is, I mean, like, well, to all of us, really. It's the ability to just, like, just be upfront with each other. Because, I mean, imagine. So none of us are trying to be insane, right? Mm-mm. Right? Insane? Yeah, you don't want to be insane. Only insanely good at that. <laughs> I know y'all go, all right, only sometimes. Yeah, it's like, but, but, uh, people think I'm insane. Yeah, yeah I think. <laughs> That's I'm good. Part, yeah, that is good. So. Ride the line of psychopath. But is, is to like, is to put our goals out there. Like we all, like we all talk pretty openly about our, in our group is to have that. And then we all like, dude, if we're all in, if I'm in front of you six times over six weeks, and you set your goal out, something achievable between now and then, and you haven't done it, and I just keep showing up to this book club where we keep reading new books, and you're not achieving what you want. Like, am I low-key a clown for hanging out with somebody that's not keeping themselves up to that standard? Because if I should do it, then you should do it, and if you should do it, I should do it. That's the whole part of the group. Hang out with five uh, clowns, you'll be the sixth. Exactly. And so, uh, to me, I just, I've, I've, in a way, wanted to force myself into an atmosphere where I'd be accountable for reading a book a week, and then if I surrounded myself with people that read a book every week and we talked about it together, we would literally come up with something yeah, absolutely it, insane. And um, so what we do during these meetings 
is uh, we'll talk about what we liked in the book and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What I would do, what I started doing, what everyone else harped on, especially Danny kind of took charge and as a leader said, okay, we're going to actually do this. Practice. So what I would do is I would get my notes in the book. Yeah, there's a couple things I liked, whatever. I get it. Here's where I'm at currently with the standard this book is setting. Here's where I'm flawed with this book, this operation manual. Here's where I'm failing. This is what I need to improve on. And you, granted, these are good friends of mine now, but it's still weird saying like, hey, I'm messing this up. And when you say that to a bunch of people who are like-minded and you don't want to disappoint them. So this is, just, this is just me. We've read Atomic Habits, Seven Spiritual Laws, Seller Be Sold right now. Yeah, wait, wait. So, so this week's upcoming book is what? Seller Be Sold by Grant Cardone. So slow down. What was that? Sell or be sold. By Grant Cardone. So every, every, everything. So basically the premise of the book is everything life is a sale. You're either selling a product, a service, or yourself. You're always selling yourself. Are we all salespeople, though? Everybody, every single person in this world is a salesperson. You think that? Every per, every conversation you have with another person, you're selling yourself. Yeah. Oh, I'm doing so good. Oh, does yeah. does anybody watch Peaky Blinders? No. No. <laughs> well, if anybody's watching Peaky Blinders or has watched it, Thomas Shelby, the protagonist, he has this one quote, and it's always stuck in my head. He looks at this barmaid, and he goes, he asks if she's a whore. This is in the 1920s, when they were still, like, that kind of thing at the bar. Still are. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> the paid ones. And she's like, no. And he's like, well, we're all whores. We just sell different parts of her body. That's real. In a way, yeah. We're all whores. We just sell different parts of our Peaky body. Peaky blinders. But for me, <laughs> dude, that's why I'm so, like, in, into the law of dharma the seven spiritual laws exist that book that every time i read it speaks volumes fire. there's so many things i'm not practicing like i'm trying so hard to practice the law of detachment so it's just like detach yourself from whatever you want in life dude an hour a day of meditation law, That's of, pure, hard. law of pure potentiality Nobody, yeah. so ego aside who are you when you're alone what is that's a wait that's a good question Think about that. Who are you when you're when you're by yourself? Yep. Accountability. What are you doing? My favorite one is the law of least effort. Yep. So <laughs> grass doesn't try to grow; it just grows. Yeah. Fish it's don't try to swim. It takes effort at first. <laughs> yeah. Fish don't try to swim; they just swim. Why are we trying so hard? We try so hard to impress other people. I'll tell you why. all these certain things. I'm like, Instead what? of just doing it. Just freaking do it. Do it for yourself. If and you like, follow the laws um, in order, I'll tell you exactly why you're trying so hard. Because you haven't found your purpose. Well, you read that in chapter 7. But through the first chapter, your law of pure potentiality, you should find your purpose in that first chapter. So the book club. Yeah. So we've got Atomic Habits. It was fire. Yes. Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, which was absolute gas on the fire. Mm-hmm. And then now going into week three, in my head, this is like an application because it's like there really is something powerful too. once you realize that literally every conversation, whether you're dating somebody, whether you're you're trying to get a, a deal, whether you're trying to get a promotion, it is a sale. And so we've so far, I, I like this order, right? We've gotten really good at our habits Habits. And then we got super in touch with ourselves and our goals and so, goals, our, 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 yeah. our inner self, right? And now, how do we sell it? Yeah. How do we take all that and put it into sales? How do we sell ourselves? Yeah. I think it's worth reviewing and to like, because obviously we're going to be chomping at new books. 
but it's to really digest because that atomic habits you can digest that for a month and you can die it is fire so it's worth reading again for sure yeah um but yeah so the book club how would if 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 you had somebody that wanted to join the book club why how would they like how would they at least hop in the next one or or give a one-week commitment to to read this upcoming book and when did when do we do when do we meet yeah, so book club, first and foremost, we meet every single Monday at 8 p.m. CST. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to join the book club, DM me at Wyatt underscore Palmer or Daniel Lynch. I don't know your... Daniel J underscore Lynch. Da- okay, then Captain, C-A-P-N it's underscore Steve. C-A-P-N underscore Steve. Yeah, so DM one of us. I'll drop all of our Instagram bios. If in, you're a um, friend, text me. In the yeah. description. If you want to join the club, you're more than welcome to read a book a week. And uh, then the second week, we try to digest it and implement that to our lives. However, if you want to join the book club, we have a, a golden rule. We only work with the serious, not with the curious. So if you're curious about it, don't worry about it. If you're serious about it, you want to change your life and change your lifestyle, then hit us up. If you're That's why we commit, got the honesty club, because like, yeah. we'll, we'll call each other out. We're going to call you. If there, you was, there was a couple members of the book club that didn't finish the first or second book. So what, dude, there's a lot of people that didn't even read the seven spiritual laws of success. It's 96 pages. That's like eight, nine pages a day. Yeah. 10 pages it was a day. the fir- was it the first one where one of us didn't finish the book, and there was and they came up and straight up said like, "Hey, I didn't finish the book, but That's here's what I have. Though. Here's what That's I have. Honesty. That's honesty. Here's what I have so far. They didn't fault their commitment to the club. They showed up. They gave their notes, what they thought, what they're doing right now. They came to learn. They're like, "Hey, I didn't finish it, but it's the I'm environment, here to learn. baby." Say, I, I didn't finish the book this week, but I showed up. I'm here. I am dedicated to this club. I couldn't find the time. Uh, my, my work ethic wasn't there this week. I didn't have time to read the book and be there for myself. I didn't hold myself accountable. That's However, respect. I'm going to be accountable to my fellow people and be honest with y'all. I did not read the book this week, and I'm here to digest whatever you have to say. Bro, this this upcoming one, Seller Be Sold. <laughs> Second time reading it. It is going to be gas. Before I got the book, I looked up some YouTube videos of them. It's going to be gas. <laughs> Bless you. Bless me. Bless you, brother. Thank you are blessed, aren't you. you? I feel blessed. We're all blessed. Highly favored. Blessed and highly favored. <laughs> but no, this book is really, honestly, I'm telling you, I was listening to it on my way back from Houston. It's I've listened to it three or four times already. I swear it'll change your life. And if you think he's crazy, just keep listening. It's, I promise you, li- you have to listen to it. I like it when someone's it. got an edge like that, though. You have to, like... They, you know the saying of sales slash communication where 40% of the communication is verbal, 40% is the actual words you choose, so that's the 40, that's 40%. Tonality, so how you say it, whether you talk real low or whether you lean in and you got a little emphasis to something, and then the other 20% is just, I mean, like the actual, the message of what it is. Something, somewhere along those lines. But it's, it's just the reality. So when you actually listen to the books and read them along, I think it, it'll be absolutely fire. You'll take a whole different perspective. I am so excited for what we have in the works right now, man. Especially between, between book club, businesses, dude, it's going to be great. So I think Just the beginning, though. Just I mean, the beginning. Yesterday I woke up and had the overwhelming feeling like, dude, I'm going to blow up. This is awesome, dude. And I was so happy about it, and just it made my day that much better, man. It's crazy, man. So I think I think that's gonna be a wrap on episode two. Entrepreneurship is it for you? 
Um, first and foremost, thank you guys for watching. Uh, truly, pretty. If you stayed this long, please leave a like, leave a comment, please hit that subscribe button. We truly appreciate it. We don't run ads, we're not in all that stuff. We try to give you as many nuggets as possible. Help us fight the YouTube algorithm. <laughs> subscribe. So, we truly appreciate you if you watched the entire thing. I know this one was a little bit longer, but I feel like this one had a lot of value. Tomorrow we're gonna have Autumn on, which is Daniel's girlfriend, a female yeah. entrepreneur. An absolute savage. She is a savage. So she, if you're a female watching this. There might be one of you that stays to the very end. You are going to want to be there for the next episode. Absolutely. So many nuggets. Killing just wait. Up. Literally, just wait. It'll be fire. So, boys, appreciate y'all for tuning in. Always. Beautiful. Skip, you're a little late today, but it's all right. All good, baby. It's all good. All right. We'll see y'all in episode three with Autumn. Peace. All right. Record and stop.